Welcome back to the Board Game Community Show, the show where we talk to people throughout the community that is board games and get to know them better. That was a little bit of a weird intro, but oh well, that's me. Uh, (laughs) I'm your host, Riley Stock, and today we've got David Rodriguez. Hi, how's it going? Good, you? I'm doing fantastic. Good. So you are a writer for, well, you write reviews for the Board Game Squad, right? That is correct, yes. Nice. How long have you been doing that? Not very long at all. Um, I want to say just uh, a couple months. Um, it was it was uh, kind of a strange thing. You know, the um, uh, Paul Shapiro, who, uh, who runs Board Game Squad, he posted something on Twitter looking for anyone who wanted to contribute. And it was, it was kind of funny because in the, the first part of the day, I saw it in the morning, and I thought, well, that sounds fun. I don't know if I could really do that, though. Um, and by the end of the day, I decided, well, it's kind of stupid to not even try this. So I reached out to him, uh, wrote a couple of reviews, and he said that was good. He wanted me to keep contributing. So here we are. Nice. That's exciting. Did did that kind of launch you into wanting to make videos and whatnot? Yeah, it definitely did. I, it was something I thought of before, but I guess at first I wasn't sure what I'd have to contribute. There's a lot, a lot of people who do uh, video reviews out there. Uh, and so many of them are, are really fantastic. And I think I started, uh, as I started thinking about it more, I, I realized that really, especially with reviews, I think there's a lot of room for, for almost anyone to contribute. Because when you're looking at reviews, it's, it's a lot of it's trying to find someone that you mesh with in terms of your, your likes and dislikes in games. So there's probably no one that I'm 100% with, and I don't know if anyone is 100% with anyone else, but I got to thinking, well, there's going to be people who mesh better with me than some others. So I could put myself out there, see if anyone enjoys what I put out, and if not, you know, I I at least did it. But uh, if so, then fantastic. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. There are an insane amount of of people out there, and it's kind of the same thing with podcasts where I'm kind of like, well, should I even do a podcast? There's already so many amazing ones out there. It's like, right. why not? You know, yeah. there's so many different people out there that I can talk to and get to know, and and they may not get the opportunity to be on other podcasts. And and I think as it's kind of the same thing with like designing games. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, everybody can design a game if you you know devote yourself to it enough. And then that makes it so that there's so many games out there. I'm looking at your reviews and two of these I haven't even heard of. Right. So I'm pretty sure that, you know, other uh, videos, there's not other video reviewers that are doing some of these games. Yeah, I, I know the first the first two I put out, which were Cowboy Bebop Space Serenade and H.A. Tomes uh, Murder Castle. I don't think Paul had heard of either of those when I uh, said I was going to review them. So oh. I, I, there's so many games it's impossible to stay on top of everything and it's amazing how many huge ones suddenly i hear oh people have been talking about this for two months and i somehow completely missed it despite listening to a million game review things that's amazing but (laughs) there's a lot out there so that is really cool yeah cowboy bebop's one of my favorite anime so and i like eyed this game so many times and after reading your review i was like i probably should just get it this sounds like something i'd enjoy it's it's really great, and I, I love deck building games, especially. That's probably one of my favorite mechanics. 
And um, it's it's nice because it's one of the few games that I maybe sometimes can uh, defeat my wife at. Uh, usually she stops <laughs> me at whatever we play. And she still stops me a lot at that one too. But occasionally I get one in and it feels it feels kind of nice for a change. But yeah. Each, you know, each each character kind of has uh, a little bit different feel for them, even though you can all purchase from the same cards. Uh, it's it's kind of cool because they have their own special powers as well. So I can kind of imagine some of the uh, the wacky stuff going on as I'm doing this move or that one, and and uh, you know, picturing the the anime. It's it's almost like making your uh, a new season all for yourself. It's pretty uh, pretty fun that way. That is really cool. That makes me want it even more because it's like one of those shows that I feel like perfect first season and then there's nothing else well other than the movie but yeah and they're, they're doing a live action one and I, I hope that turns out good but i'm, I'm so wary of that <laughs> same live, live action anime i don't know i hope it's great it's hopefully it will be awesome but yeah i feel like the history of the, uh, animes into live action hasn't been great yeah yeah and and part of the thing with anime is i just love the art so much that you know turning it into real people is oh it's it could be tough, but you know, yeah. I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. Hopefully they'll knock it out of the park and um, it'll feel like I'm just watching more, more of their adventures. I wonder if we would be more open to like live actions, if they had more artistic cinematography. Yeah. I think if they could, you know, I, I don't know much about cinematography. If they could find some way to, to make it look a little more like the anime itself. Um, I guess an example, I wasn't, an anime but the uh the sin city movie back in the day whether oh, yeah whether you liked the the storyline or not it despite being live action it, it almost looked like you were watching a comic book because of how they handled it it was visually really stunning for sure yeah i think they captured that really really well oh yeah and then your other one or your second one the h.h yes. holmes Myrtle cast murder castle oh yes. my goodness i'm getting tongue-tied there oh, don't uh, worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that one it's funny that one came out uh well my wife and i went to on a vacation or something and then we were in the hotel and we started watching a random documentary and it turned out to be the h.h holmes oh. one Yes, and we were like oh my gosh this is insane like holy yeah. cow like and then all of a sudden, like a week or two later, this launched on Kickstarter. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, like we're so obsessed with this right now. The timing of this is so perfect for us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you end up getting it? No, I didn't. And okay. we were house hunting. And so I... Oh, uh, I guess that's a little more important. I know. It was unfortunate because <laughs> we were house hunting for several months. And during <sighs> that several months, it was like Kickstarter. So many good Kickstarters during yes. this time. <laughs> yeah I, I know that one it's um it's one of them that I, I looked at before i even read how the game worked or anything i was like well i'm kind of a big true crime fan and and h.h H. holmes is a really bizarre you know batman villain of a story so i'm like okay yeah <laughs> i'm gonna back that and then if i keep looking at it and it doesn't look good i won't keep backing it but i i had to back it immediately and um it as it went on i was getting more and more excited and i don't if I remember right, I don't think it blew its funding goal out of the water, but it was obviously enough to get it out. And I, I, I really liked the game. It's it's really a lot of fun. I think the, the first game we had, we had sort of an edge case where because uh, the castle comes out randomly and there are some dead ends, and we ended up getting the smallest possible configuration, and so there just wasn't a lot to do. <laughs> so, but the next game, 
that didn't happen. And then even when we finished, we tried putting out more tiles just to see how it would play out. And we could have gotten every tile out. So uh, it would have been a lot bigger. So we, we hit a weird one the first time. But after that, it's it's really uh, it's really a fun game. It's despite the uh, the background, it's not it's not grisly by any means. There's a couple like sort of cartoony dead bodies on the board. So you wouldn't want to play it with small <laughs> kids. But I think like my my 10 year old could probably handle it and not be too weirded out by that at all. But uh, but it's it's a good one. They really did a great job on that. That is really cool. I'm yeah, I'm going to pick that one up because I think that's a theme that my wife would love. Oh, yeah, I recommend it for sure. How long have you been married? 10 years. 10 years? Nice. Yeah. So, unless I'm is, not, It's something like that. Yeah, sure. 10 years. Ballpark, you know. Ballpark, yeah. <laughs> Points for knowing you're married, right? Yeah, exactly. I am married. I'm pretty sure of that. Yep, nothing's changed. So, that's good. <laughs> is she a an avid board gamer? Does she play all of the games with you? She absolutely does play all the games with me. She's not... Uh, as entrenched in it as I am, she's not listening to all the podcasts and whatnot. But uh-huh. uh, but I almost always buy games that are uh, I, I like the two player minimum because I can at least try it with her first, and then you know the people we play with we can we can take out there as well. But uh, but yeah, she'll she'll play pretty much anything, which is great. Um, and I think you know it's 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 probably really good for her ego because like I said, she smashes me at, at almost almost everything we play. <laughs> I'm I'm really good at learning the rules and teaching them uh but then actually enacting a strategy not not as much apparently or or maybe she's just really really good and i'm just sort of good i don't know but um she will yeah she'll she'll really destroy me a lot but uh but she she (laughs) she likes playing them so i'm I'm very very lucky in that regard especially right now where we can't get together with people very easily uh it's nice to have someone in house i can play with yeah definitely and you said you had a 10-year-old. Do you have uh, more kids than that? or? Yeah, I've got a, uh, a five-year-old and a two-year-old as well. So oh, exciting. That's, that makes it a little tough uh, just because the five-year-old can't play a lot of the games that, that we play because um, she's still working on her reading and, and it would just be too much for her. Uh, so right. she still always wants to play and we can't include her in that so we have to do something for her separately. And of course, the two-year-old just requires a lot of attention. But the two-year-old trounces everyone, right? Like, probably would yeah probably <laughs> would i mean you'd at least grab your piece and throw them somewhere and then you wouldn't know where you were <laughs> you would definitely cause some problems for sure but um but yeah I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping when just one of these kids becomes an avid gamer i'm not sure my uh my eldest will play games and some of them she kind of likes but the the best review she gives anything is oh, that was pretty okay so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you think they're at that age 10 years old they don't start being too rebellious but when they're in their teens, yeah. I would think, you know, they'd start pushing back a little more and be like, oh, yeah. dad thinks this is cool. So it's probably not that cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could happen. I, every once in a while, I hear these stories of parents who play with their kids through their entire teen years. I'm like, man, I, I hope that's the case. That would be fantastic. But I, I don't know. I have a feeling it's just going to be, I, I don't know, she's going to become a cheerleader or something. And I'll have to go do that instead of playing. Games. But that's, <laughs> you know, that's fine, too. But yeah <laughs> i was uh on the other podcast i interviewed rob davio and yes. he was saying that he plays with it or he like kind of pushes to play with his kids sometimes so they're right. not super big gamers and right. i thought that was really interesting so yeah i know it's like i, I, I guess i can understand because i think when i was a teenager i probably wouldn't have wanted to get real involved in whatever my parents were doing but 
you know, I listened to uh, the uh, the D6 Generation podcast. It's probably the first board game podcast I listened to. Mm-hmm. And and one of the hosts has been play, I played a D and D game with his with at least one of his daughters until she went off to college, and I think they might even be still trying to do something. I'm not sure, but like oh man you, you're living the life buddy like, <laughs> yeah that is really cool yeah no kidding gosh if only okay. <laughs> i'm happy if i can get a board game in with my wife once a month oh is she not very into gaming yeah not a whole lot she, she'll she play certain ones and right she likes a lot lighter ones and i'm like oh i crave the bigger deeper ones but yeah i i right. think i'm not i'm not completely sure because a lot of my gaming has been fairly firmly in like the, the mid to lightweight games. But uh, I kind of think as it gets heavier, I don't think my wife is quite as into those. There's a few games we have that, um, that I thought there was a lot of potential to, and I think she might as well, but, but she said there's really a lot to keep track of. And she wasn't as much a fan of trying to handle all these different things all over the place. So I'm wondering if maybe the, uh, the more complicated games aren't necessarily what she's going to like, but we'll see. It might be a matter of just finding the right ones. yeah and i feel like there's always that you need that segue into it yes for sure so if you can find like a mid heavy and then yeah amp you you know well we uh my my next review coming out it's just waiting on being edited is uh for title blades i don't know if you've played that one oh my gosh such a pretty game i haven't played it but i can't find it anywhere (laughs) oh yeah i don't yeah i don't know I, i assume it's out on in retail but it might be sold out i'm not sure but um I, I backed that one, and that's one of the ones that I, I saw. I think I just saw the ads for on Facebook, and um, I was like, wow, that's gorgeous. I think I'm going to back that. And <laughs> without even really looking at what the the, um, the mechanics were, I think I saw it as a work replacement. <laughs> I'm like, that, that'll be fine, sure. And uh, I backed that, and uh, we, we played that a few times, and that's it's it's a good game, but there's there's a lot there's a lot of different things going on. Uh, beyond the work replacement, it's got sort of the... Um, I don't know if you've ever played like Elder Sign or one of those where you have to like match certain faces of the dice to on things to um, to complete a goal. It's got a lot of that going yeah. on, and um, so there was a lot of different things. And so we both we both liked it. I think I think she was like, well, "There's there's a lot of different mechanics going on here," and I don't I don't know if she completely enjoyed that that part of it. But it's a good game. It's it's tough because uh, the people we play with, uh, most of them, I, I have like separate little groups of, of people i play with and a lot of them only want to play cooperative games um either hmm. they just don't like the competitiveness or they feel that they are too competitive themselves so they'll get uh they'll play mean and they don't want to do that uh so <laughs> and we have to figure out like okay well who will play this this game with us and um i some of them probably will not just because of the uh the competitive nature and and it is it is a little more complicated than than some of the other stuff we typically bring them so yeah oh that's too bad yeah yeah i was with you i remember seeing the facebook ads and clicking on that and and just being like oh my gosh this yes thing is so yeah, pretty I, mean, it's, I i if i could, if i had enough room i could just have a table and just have that set out just as like a a conversation piece almost it's, yeah. so, it's so gorgeous <laughs> but uh but no, i i i really did like it though it's a, it's a good game there there's tons going on but um i i don't know i i feel and they put out a lot of uh a lot of background story 
as well as as that game was was going through the Kickstarter process, and mm-hmm. they really put a lot of love in that, and you can really feel that when you play the game. It's it's very uh, it's a very immersive game, I think, just because of, of how much uh, attention to detail they put into the the visuals and whatnot. Yeah, I remember watching a video. Uh, and with one of the di- uh, I remember watching a video with one of the designers mm-hmm. uh, playing the game, and then he was talking about how the next thing they're going to put out for it, they are working on some more stuff, is going to yes. be like a little bit deeper stuff. And I was like, "Holy cow! <laughs> how right. do you go deeper?" But uh, and yeah. I think I feel like he might have even indicated a little more uh, co-op type stuff. But oh, I don't that'd know. be good. Yeah. yeah, I looked at that and I was like, this game, like, it's it's semi-co-op, but I feel like it would really flourish full co-op. Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. I, and it, the thing about co-ops that's nice is it's a little easier to get people to play those those more complicated games because you're not, mm-hmm. they don't feel like they're, they're getting smashed down if they make a mistake. It's like, okay, well, we're in it together, so... Um, <laughs> You know, without trying to quarterback too much, be like, "Oh, you know, here's something you could do that would help this way," and um, and it's 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 not self defeating to help them, and then they don't feel like you're out to crush them either. So I think a, a cooperative version somehow, or a, or a, a sequel, I guess, would be uh, would be pretty great. I think uh, that might be a good way for them to go if they want to. But yeah, we'll see. I I may be misremembering it, but yeah, well, I know they're doing a, or I shouldn't say I know. I'm pretty sure. They're doing an RPG based in the world, which could be interesting. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, that would be we'll really see. good because they created like a good lore. Yeah, they really they really went all out for that. And I, I was I was not expecting. I was like, you could sell this just on the, the prettiness of the game, but they <laughs> Yeah. They really they really put a ton into it, which is great. Agreed. Are you backing or are you waiting on any Kickstarters coming soon? Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, uh, I've got, uh, gosh, I don't even know how many I've got coming. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm, and what's funny is I'm not close to a lot of other people that I, I hear about, but um, I know, I, I'm trying to think what's coming soon here. I know the um, Vampire the Masquerade Rivals, that's hmm. probably not too far away. That's, um, it's not a living card game because that's Fantasy Flight, but it's along the same sort of idea. Yeah. That, yeah, and that's that's kind of cool. When I was a, a teenager, I liked the the vampire role playing game, uh, but it didn't get too much chance to play it. But man, I remember that that world really well. So I'm kind of excited about the chance to play something in that. You know, like Ascension Tactics. I'm, I think that's still a ways out, but I'm excited about that one too. There's oh man, there's a bunch. <laughs> I, I kind of got a little addicted to uh, the Kickstarter in the last year, and uh, my bank account has been crying ever since. So, <laughs> so many of us. That's like my wife. I ha- I always I make the rule that like I have to get it approved by my wife before I buy it. Yeah, that's probably wise. And that that cuts them down. <laughs> well, like this last month or in February, I think. Yeah, they had like six or seven amazing kickstarters going at one just all out oh, yeah. at one time and i was like oh like there's no way i'll be able to get any of you know all of these passed by my wife's approval you know like yes <laughs> so i had to pick and choose I, there, there's some i go in for the uh the dollar backing just to get to the um the pledge manager later in the hopes that 
but the pledge managers will be spaced out far enough that I, <laughs> I can kind of make it work. But I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't always, there's definitely been some where I just was like, well, I guess I'm not getting that one. That's uh, oh, too, too rough right now, but yeah. But yeah. It's, oh God, it's, there's so many good ones all the time. They, they catch you with their, their stretch goals. And you're like, oh, but if I don't get it, I don't get that stretch goal. And it's becoming a better deal every day. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that shoots them in the foot a little bit because like even right now there's Boss Monster, which I didn't back and I could have, but I just, for whatever reason, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I was on the fence and then I, now that one's out and I could go buy it at this, you know, my local game store or, right. or Amazon or something, wherever I can find it. But I'm like, oh, but it won't have the Kickstarter stuff. Yeah, that's and true. So I, I almost like don't want to, but I should. I should yeah. still just get it because it's the Kickstarter stuff just adds little things. So yeah, and a lot of times I, I mean to be to be honest, I get a big Kickstarter with a ton of extra stuff, and it's amazing if I touch that extra stuff. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, get, like I have it, and that feels nice, I guess. But uh, actually getting all that extra stuff to the table is is tough when your your game time is a little bit limited because i can't i can't play like 10 games a week so the chance that i'm gonna cycle through all that when i've got a bunch of other games to play too like i don't know it's probably not gonna happen but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i went in um like i don't know was it, it might have been two years ago i went all in on the um uh batman what is mm. it? i can't remember the gotham city Maybe. chronicles yes and oh, I still I'm looking at it now. I opened the main box, and the others are still in shrink wrap. I think. Oh. Yeah. I, I started reading the rules, and I was like, "What? What is happening?" <laughs> the the rules are not written incredibly great, in my opinion. Uh, so it's it's going to be a game someday. I'm just going to have to like pop it down and and just fight my way through the rules and, and figure it out. But. I, I don't know if I'll ever get to all that stuff. Uh, there's so dang much. And I did pull out and paint Bat Cow because it's, <laughs> it's Bat Cow. I, I don't, you know. You that it. was a fun thing that they added just based on the the backers. I yeah, I, that. yeah, I assume that's not a playable thing in the game. I don't, I don't know. but So do you paint miniatures a lot? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I... Uh, I mean, I started with with Dungeons and Dragons and uh, painting miniatures up for for that. And mm-hmm. um, man, those are bad paint jobs when I look at them. I, I I don't claim to be an amazing painter now by any stretch, but when I look back at those, like, oh boy, that whew, that those should be thrown out. But um, yeah, you know, I I did it for that. Um, got into Warhammer uh, for a long time. Uh, still still kind of am into Warhammer, uh, and then. You know, now that board games have so many cool models too, uh, I I don't I think if I painted a model a day, I probably can get through my whole backlog I don't, uh, in my whole life. But no man, uh, but I do love doing it. I, I'm I'm not uh, not great, I wouldn't say, but uh, some of them turn out pretty good. Well, that's awesome. I feel like I've seen you post a couple times on Twitter. I probably have. Yeah, I've been painting the. Uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. It's their uh, Marvel Miniatures game. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to work on those. That's that's been really fun. Um, man, those models. They, uh, I when that was announced, I was like, oh, these will be pretty easy models to deal with because they probably want to catch as many people as they can with a Marvel license. Those are some tricky models to build. They're they're no joke. Like oh really? I, yeah, like you 
even in the base set, you get um, like, you know, they're, they're just the regular, I think probably 32 millimeter size models. And so you have like Baron Zemo and his elbow pads are separate pieces, which is crazy because it's like, like the size of two grains of sand maybe. And then if I remember right, I think the they they're numbered incorrectly. So like it tells you that the right elbow pad goes on the left elbow. And so I was like, why can't I get this to get in there good? And so that there, there's a couple weird little things like that, but there's a lot of little tiny pieces, uh, you know, stories of people losing a character's ponytail or all over the place or Loki's horns or whatever. But, oh. oh my gosh. Yeah. That is wild. They're no joke, but, um, but they are really cool. They're great models and it's, it's a really good game too. So uh, it's probably worth it. I just, you know, you got to be ready for a little bit of um, crossing your eyes, trying to get those all put together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a Marvel fan that I haven't played Warhammer since I was 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but because that's that same kind of style, right? Like it's that. Yeah. It's just a, a smaller scale, you know, at the Warhammer games, typically you have, God, out of 50 to 100 models on your, yeah. on your side. Whereas this one. Uh, the way they want you to do is they want you to, you know, pick 10 characters that could possibly be in your team and then you'll meet up with your opponent and then you pick your, your scenario and then you, you choose models from those 10 to match up to the, the points value that the scenario asks for. So if it's 14 points, you have to look through your, your 10 guys and oh. figure out 14 points of models from there. So, so kind of like strike teams. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, a lot easier to get um, to get a, a team up and going. Uh, I, I I collected and painted Warhammer for years and years without ever playing because I wanted to play only with a fully painted army. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, at some point, I was like, you know what? I can't. I just it's never going to happen if I don't do it. Uh, so uh, and I ended up working for a games workshop for a short period of time. So I really had to play the games then. So I was like, ah, I don't oh, care cool. if my guys are all gray. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Yeah. What'd you do at Games Workshop? I was, okay, I was a manager, but it was weird because they were opening a lot of stores in the, the Seattle area, which is up, up where I'm living. And they actually didn't even have a store for me yet. So they put me through their big, they've got a really kind of intense training thing where they had us all go to Baltimore for like, I don't know, several weeks. I can't remember how long. And they put you up in a hotel and they like train you every day. Oh, um, wow. And then I was just waiting for my store to open. So I was going, you know, hopping from store to store as like a, a backup person. Uh, and then they downsized the retail division. So they're like, hey, you could reapply tomorrow, but I can't have someone we're paying as a manager that doesn't have a store. And I was like, well, that figures. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's okay. I think um, it, they currently have their, their store model, at least in most places, is they have one manager, one one employee in each store and i think that would drive me nuts so <laughs> I, yeah uh, i'm not too upset that i uh ended up being booted out when i was that makes a lot of sense because so i just barely started getting into painting and we've got a games workshop store not far mm -hmm. from us and it drives me crazy the guy there is insanely nice so helpful yes. like gave me so many good tips on painting and I've gone on the, in there like four times since I started like a month ago. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so just like, an he makes you feel like you're the only person in the store, even yeah. if there's like two people waiting on you. 
Um, but he, since he's the only employee there, if he like needs to like watch his kid or if there's a training, like he'll just put a sign on the window and it'll be like, uh, open late today, like three, come back at three or come back at one yep. or, and so there's been several times where like I'd go in and, and he's not there. And I'm like, Oh, I've got to come back yep. later today. Like, all right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they have to, they have to close for their lunch break. Cause obviously they need a break in the middle of the day. And invariably, yeah. that's the time I can go. It's like, that's the moment where I'm able to get there and, and, and they're on break, which, you know, I want them to have their breaks, of course, but yes. it's, it's just my timing and theirs just rarely ever works out. So it's, it's, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure it makes sense for them as far as, uh, you know, finances, but it's, it's a tricky thing. And then, you know, when things are more opened up too, if you're in there and you're playing one of these games, that's generally pretty long and they have to go on their lunch break. It's like, okay, well, I have to leave for a while and, and go back, I guess, afterwards. But yeah, oh, it's, it's a weird, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird situation, but ours is really, really small. Like, yeah. Um, so they don't, I don't think they play games there i mean right now they don't play anyway but yeah he said normally we do like painting workshops and so you could we give you a little paint and give you a model to practice on and, and we'll sure. teach you some techniques and he's like but but with restrictions right now we can't do that so right yeah yeah mine is really small too i think they have i want to say they have two two tables you can play on i played in there a couple times um, but yeah, there's, there's not a lot of space for, if, if, if a lot of people want to play at the same time, then some people are going home sad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way around it. But it, the nice thing though, is, is they've gotten, when, when I was there, it was just, um, it was Warhammer Fantasy, 40k and Lord of the Rings. And they were like, yeah, we're never going to do the smaller specialist games again. It's not going to happen. And, and now of course they have like Warhammer Underworld and Warcry and all these small model count games that I think are, are great to, to get into doing that. I think it's, I, I personally think it's smarter for them. If you can get one of those and build those models and play the game, I think you're more likely to be like, yeah, I can tackle um, Age of Sigmar or 40k or whatever. Yeah. So I, I, not being super into Warhammer for a long time. My brother really is, so I see a lot of models and whatnot, but what's right. your army? So in um, in Age of Sigmar, I'm doing the Daughters of Cain, which um, kind of spawned off the old Dark Elves. They had the uh, Witch Elf unit, which were just crazy, murderous elf ladies. <laughs> and they kind of made an entire army of that, of just the crazy, murderous elf ladies. And they have like, blood chalices and a cauldron of blood and all sorts of they really like blood wow <laughs> really bloody people but they're they're really cool they're um um not super sturdy but they can dish out a lot of damage which is fun nice. um, i have a uh, uh heated knights of slanesh army that i've not yet played with and i think i i bought the army and since i bought the army and not played they've actually put out a new army book now so <laughs> um oh. <laughs> so yeah i'm way behind on that um but they're they're kind of cool and then 40k uh i am way behind on playing that i haven't played since fifth edition and they're on eighth now but i uh when when they changed over from warhammer fantasy battles to uh, age of sigmar i was i was one of the people who was kind of mad about it i wasn't burn my army in the backyard mad like 
some people were. But, oh boy! But I was very unhappy, and I was like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not going to buy any more GW stuff unless they make um, either uh, a new Sisters of Battle army or they make the orcs more viable." Because I like both of those, um, hmm. and they they made a plastic Sisters of Battle army. So I'm I'm working on building that up now, and hopefully I can figure out how to play that game sometime soon. But nice. we will see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it is it just restrictions right now? Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. I, I have a friend who lives nearby who um, who plays all these games too, but it's you know he, we're we're both trying to be pretty careful about getting together. Uh, I could I could probably talk uh, my wife into playing it, but then I have to have two two armies oh. built and ready to do it. I I might have enough points of orcs built. I don't know. I don't know at all how they. Uh, handling the new rule set and all but <laughs> um so i'd have to learn the game and two armies enough to be able to teach it oh boy that's a lot <laughs> yeah that would be that would be intense yeah yeah i think i, I always find the, the miniatures games to be way more way more complicated than, than board games i, I yeah. think just because of the choices you have in terms of well my guy's gonna go over here and do this and then they're all gonna have shoot with like their 15 different kinds of guns and or whatever it is, um, man, I, I have trouble keeping those those rules in my head sometimes. Yeah. Well, and even just, I, I mean, board games now have been getting pretty ridiculous with some of the yeah. setup. Oh, yeah. Uh, but when I played Warhammer, you know, 16 years ago, it was like we had to build a table every time mm-hmm. and lay out some stuff and make hills and make, you know, like a cool landscape, which was right. a fun process, but it made it so that we couldn't play Warhammers very often. Yeah. Warhammer, whatever. I don't know yeah. what the proper way to say you. that is. Well, there are two <laughs> Warhammer games, so, I, you know, you can go with Warhammers. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> but, and so I stopped painting subse- subsequently because we couldn't right. play the game anyway. And then right. now there's so many board games with beautiful miniatures that yeah. it's like, ah, all right, I'm going to try painting again. It really changes it when you have, I mean, that the models themselves are, are great, but if you have fully painted models on the board, oh man, it's so much, it's so much more amazing. Um, yeah. I, I, I haven't played any games with a fully painted models yet, so. No, me neither. I don't think I, I have a lot. <laughs> uh, well, I want to say I have a lot, but not compared to the amount of models that, that I actually have, but I've had quite a few models painted for, uh, for Mansions of Madness, which my wife and I really, really love. Hmm. And it's great. When you have all the painted guys on the board, but then when something comes out and it's not painted, you're like, oh, <laughs> man, that's just not... Mismatch. Yeah, it doesn't look good. But <laughs> yeah. So what hobbies outside of board games do you have? Well, I do... Like I said, I like the, the war games and miniatures games. Um, I like video games. I think if there's a thing that ends in the word game, I'm pretty, pretty into <laughs> that. Uh, except for sports, because I'm really uncoordinated and I can't... I can't do it at all um I'm, if it ends yeah. in the word ball i'm i'm out i can't um <laughs> what about but, uh, oh wait no that's not it <laughs> so um see so yeah, i mean uh, most of my hobbies are on that uh, i do um writing uh story writing they're not uh not published or anything like that just kind of uh for fun oh cool uh, yeah so that's what kind uh, of uh, what kind of stories do you write um so i'm i'm one of these people that really really still likes the the high fantasy you know with the um, nice. 
you know, the grumpy dwarves and the whatever, <laughs> snotty elves. Um, <laughs> some, some people are, are very tired of that. I'm, I get it, but I'm, I'm not. So uh, I, I write a lot in that kind of genre. It's, it's, it's fun because if you get into a tight spot, you can easily magic your way out of it. It's, you know, there's, there's a million ways to make the story change and move. <laughs> so, but I, I don't, I don't write a ton. I did like, I did the uh, NaNoWriMo this year, the National Novel Writing Month which was great. I think it's the first time I did that and actually got to the end of the story and didn't just stop after 50,000 words. So, Oh, cool. That was fun. That is really neat. Yeah. Is that out anywhere? The story? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I just, I've sent it to a few friends. Um, oh. I haven't posted, I don't know if they actually have a spot to post it on their, uh, on the website for that or not, to be honest with you. But um, I, I'd like to work on it more and expand it out. Cause right now, you know, it's, it's National Novel Writing Month, but it's not really the full length of a novel. I think you're supposed to do 50,000 words, which is oh. a, a good sized story, but it's not as big as a novel you pick up at the bookstore or online or whatever. Right. That's cool, though. What about video games? Oh, yeah. So it, it is a little tough with the, the, the kids squeezing in time for this, but um, but I do I do really like video games a lot. I've been playing since the Atari 2600. Oh, nice. Whenever, whenever the heck that was. Uh, yeah, I remember my, uh, I, I don't know how old I was. I was some very, very, very young age. And my older sister, who was five years older, came and told me that mom and dad had a machine where they could hook it up to the TV and you could control things on the TV. And I couldn't even understand what she was talking about. I thought she was crazy. And I thought, yeah, we're going to be moving like people in a sitcom around or what? And uh, they, they plugged that in. And we probably played Pong and Combat or whatever real basic stuff they had with that uh and i i think i've been hooked ever since so um i think i've had at least something from every console generation for a while i i managed to like collect them all but uh as money became more important for bills and stuff <laughs> uh, yeah. i haven't been able to do that i did get a I somehow managed to get a playstation 5 so been kind of messing with that a little bit which is oh that's cool yeah it's 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 pretty fun my my uh my whole family has some games that they like, so that's cool. We can play stuff together on one device or another. Yeah. What are you playing on the PS5? So my most recent thing I've been playing is Immortals Phoenix Rising, which I think came out for just about everything. But uh, it's 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 probably not the, the most graphically intense game on the PS5, but it still is really beautiful. It's got kind of a more cartoony sort of sense to it but it's it's greek mythology based although not not sticking to it too strongly it's um <laughs> it's made i think by the same people who make the assassin's creed game so it's got a little bit of that feel without being quite as 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 gory or anything right um, but uh but it's 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 really fun like i love running around this open world and upgrading your character all over the place and then you have um oh gosh zeus and i can't remember the other god's name who are occasionally chiming in with um, commentary on what's going on, and and they're hilarious. Uh, they just say ridiculous jokes the, uh, throughout the whole game, uh, and it's that's that's a really good game. I love all the open world stuff where I can just run around and and uh, be kind of useless for a long time if I want to, but um, but it's 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 one of the better ones I think. I, I don't know if it got as much attention as some of the other things, but 
Oh boy, I think if if uh, people like Assassin's Creed or um, or like Legend of Zelda, I think I think anyone would 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 like that game too if if, uh, if they enjoy those. Yeah, that's a. I think that's a good description of from what I've seen. Uh, it, kind of a mix between Assassin's Creed and Zelda. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you can you can do some stealthy stuff. It's just not not the main point of the game, but. Um, yeah, you can go and you can ca- capture a mount and stuff like that. And man, it's yeah, it's 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 pretty great. That is cool. One day I'll get. Well, I mean, I know that's available on everything, but I want to get a PS5 just for the Spider-Man games, which oh, yeah. I know I could get a PS4 and just play them. But I'm like, yeah, but it's on the PS5, so yeah, play it, play it real pretty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know I, I had the first Spider-Man game on PS4. And um, and it's it's a great game. And then I I was in the same boat. It's like, man, I could play the Miles Morales one, but I mean, eh, since the new system's out, I, I'm sure I'll get it at some point. So um, yeah, and I just lucked out. I, I well, I sort of lucked out. I followed some things on Twitter that alert whenever it came into stock somewhere. And after trying, I don't know how many times, it finally popped up on Amazon and with the like the the one click buy or whatever it's called. I was able to actually manage to secure it, and man, there's it's still in really low supply though. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I thought that it would be more available after yeah, about three too. or four months, but man, yeah, I don't know if they're having a problem, you know, supplying the the manufacturers with some part or what, but there's definitely not enough yet. Yeah, I'm curious if it's how much play uh, the scalpers play into that. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, if, if there were no scalpers at all, would we be able to go to a store right now and see two or three of them just in the case anytime? Or I bet, I bet you would, because I, I know I saw pictures of people who had like twenty of them early on, and they're yeah. probably selling them for a thousand dollars each or something. Exactly. Yeah. So maddening. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess you know they have the right to do that, but I just I don't know. I don't I don't like it personally. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's a way for someone to make money, but it's, I don't know, it's already an expensive enough console without having to buy it secondhand. And, yeah, know, I mean, people kind of do that with Kickstarters too, though. They'll get a game that they know people want and they'll just get it so that when, when there's no late pledges open anymore and people are like, oh, I should have gotten that. They can swoop like, in and be hey. like, oh, I'll, I'll give it to you for 200 extra dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. But I at that point, they pledged and the game was made specifically for them. Well, that's true. That's so true. It is a I feel different. like that's an okay business model to some. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and you know, if you're, if you're buying it and it's really that worth it to you to spend that much and you have that much to spend, I guess, you know, go for it. That's, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll dump, jump back to your videos. We didn't talk about that much at the beginning, but oh, yeah. so have you started recording at all yet? I'm not actually the um, the I, I my my computer previous to this one was oh god I don't know eight years old maybe <laughs> uh, I'm not <laughs> entirely sure it's functional. So um, I I just got the laptop that we're that I'm kind of using to talk to you over, I think it showed up two days ago. Uh, I just got a camera that can take decent video. Um, 
so I am still kind of working out the basics. I need to figure out a good spot to take video. I've got a couple options in mind, and then uh, I I have to learn the video editing software. So there's a lot I'm still kind of building up for to do this because I, whenever I put it out, I don't want it to look um, super amateurish. I guess I mean I know it's you know the I'm sure whatever first video I put out is going to be real cringeworthy, but. Um, <laughs> At least when I look back, I'll be like, oh, man. <laughs> Just like the uh, early painted miniatures, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but I think that's normal. I mean, anytime you start yeah. doing something like this, there's beyond just learning the basics of how to to do it. There's there's a lot more to learn that I think you can only only get through uh, trial and error. So uh, I'm 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 going to see how that goes. But I'm, I'm hoping to get stuff going soon. Um it's just a matter of getting, I need to create a, a cool logo of some sort and um, get like the basic opening and closing graphics at least of some kind, which I'm already looking into ways to, to get that done. But nice. yeah, I want it to be at least look look kind of interesting to people and not just like I set up my webcam and and went for it, which, which, is, which is fine too. But, <laughs> you know, I want to try to get it as, as, as right as I can the first time, even though I'm sure there'll be weird stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I my plan is to focus mostly on reviews, but I wanted to uh, to not only focus on the new games. Um, I'm at least currently planning to go at the game, all games, new and old, because I don't know if... Uh, I, I'm sure there's other people like me where I'll see a game that I think looks cool, and I will ponder it off and on for the next three years <laughs> and finally get in. Like, I, I just bought Caverna, and I think I thought about buying Caverna for, I, I don't even know how long. And I just didn't make the plunge for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And and before I bought it, I went back and I looked at reviews again. And I looked at <laughs> uh, a Dice Tower review that I don't I don't know. I, I think Tom Vassell might have been wearing diapers. He was so young. And <laughs> not really. But, it was, you know, it was definitely an older video. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. I'm way behind the curve on this one. But. But I don't think that's that's too odd. I don't think uh, most gamers can actually keep up with the constant influx of new games. I, I know I, oh, yeah. as, as much as I might try to, I, I certainly can't. And so I think having reviews come out, even for games that maybe have been around for a bit, I think is actually probably helpful to more people than 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 some would realize. Um, I, I, I certainly don't only look at the very newest reviews if I'm thinking about getting a game. I'll... If it's a it's an older game, I want to find some older review that I can look at and 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 find out about the game as well. So yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully actually, there's other people that'll uh, like that idea. I like that idea because if you go back, uh, it's like I could go back and watch a you know five year old video on it on right. a game probably, but a more recent review may compare it to another game or say like oh right. you know if if you really like this newer game, then this is almost like an earlier version of it, but it does this better or, and it does this worse, you know, like I think that right. would work really well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like that does, idea. does this game still hold up against whatever new thing is coming out? Um, and then, you know, there's also kind of, the, it's almost the opposite of that, but it, it, it can help people too. I think is, is when, when I watch a video review uh, again, I watch tons of these and, you have these people that have been playing, I don't know, like a thousand games a year for I don't know how many years, which 
I, I wish to God I could keep up with that, but I just can't. So yeah, and they'll be like, oh well, you know, this game, it has these mechanics, which you know we, we've seen several times before, and it's like, wait, I I actually haven't seen that several times before, but I like this particular theme. So I I think it's it's still useful to people who maybe cannot play every single game or 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 even a, a good chunk of the games that come out to be like, okay, well, this is what this game does. And, you know, they'll, they'll know themselves if they've seen it a million times or not. But, you know, they could say, okay, well, but I really like this particular theme. That's why I'm looking at this video. And, you know, this person says it's good uh, for that theme. And, you know, maybe that's a game I want to buy. So I, I think, you know, I think there's a lot of, a lot of good from, from having reviews of, of the older games as well. I'll definitely cover newer ones yeah whenever i can too but um and i'm always happy when i listen to a podcast and they start talking about some game that i know has been out for a long time I'm like oh that's great that's cool they're not just you know cracking open the newest kickstarter they got and talking about just that although i want to hear that too right um, but that's that's kind of where i'm hoping to to fit in here hopefully folks will will enjoy that yeah i think so i think there'll definitely be an audience for that yeah i'm excited yeah yeah hopefully it'll be great or at least tolerable. I'll I'll settle for tolerable. That's fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> as long as people don't cringe too much while they're watching. Yeah. A little cringe can can yeah. build a little tension. <laughs> you know, if they want to keep if they want to like subscribe and, and watch every video just so they can be like, oh look at this. It's terrible. Like, okay, you know what? Thanks for the views. That's great. <laughs> I'll I'll accept that. Just don't tell yeah. me about it. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used to say at the end of podcasts was like recommend us to your friends or if you hated it or if you think that your enemies will hate it recommend it to your enemies yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) views are views listens are listens exactly yeah no yeah say you like this if you really want to mess with my head go ahead do it yeah (laughs) exactly So do you, I don't know. I, I'm curious if, if if you're like me in this aspect. When um when I'm playing a game where you're a real specific character, like um like Mansion of the Madness or Descent or Arkham Horror, any of that stuff, a lot of the people I play with will kind of get a little into character. Like we're not full on role playing, but you know, occasionally kind of like say something as a character or make a decision uh-huh. based on. Like if I get to a tough spot and I'm like I don't know which way to go on this, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, what would my let's see, what would my character do here, and 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 take that route. Am I the only one who does that? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think sometimes I do that more so. I, well, I don't know. Yeah, generally, I think I play as myself. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, but I might do that and be like, you know what? Like, uh, I'm an investigator. Maybe at, like I'm not so much a com a combat guy. I. I should I shouldn't go dive into the combat even though I want to like I need to investigate yeah. the crime like that's what I'm more interested in as this character that'd be a good yeah. way to play it I I just I, like because when I'm whenever I'm playing a game I'm if there is a role that I'm playing which is which is what I prefer I kind of really try to immerse myself into to thinking along those lines and so just the occasional thing where like oh I don't know if this is a good idea but I feel like um, <laughs> you know Ashcan Pete here would probably make that choice so let's see how that goes which uh, may drive other players that are playing with nuts. I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> nonetheless, like, I don't know. I, I find that really enjoyable. That uh, is really cool. There's a, there's a game I kickstarted called uh, Storm Sunder Heirs of Ruin, which uh, 
is is sort of a campaign dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. And what's kind of neat, uh, hopefully it, it gets pulled off well here, is is you have these variety of characters you can play, and some of them are very clearly um, a good person where they're like, oh, I'm a cleric of so and so and whatever. But then there's also like one of the characters is very psychotic ruthless vampire lady uh and you can all team together and that's fine because there's there's a reason in the backstory why these odd groups have come together Uh but it sort of enforces you to think along the way your character would so in the campaign if it's like i'm just pulling up i don't know if this is a thing that's actually in the game but it's like oh you know this bandit tried to rob you but you caught him do you want to show him mercy or do you want to kill him and so if you're the crazy vampire lady and the group says, well, we're going to we're going to let him go, you know, we'll, we'll show him mercy. And if those things keep coming up, what can happen is your character becomes disgruntled and your character can actually leave the party and become an NPC and maybe even an enemy to the rest of the party. And then oh, you have wow. to get another character because your, your party is not appeasing your character enough, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, I really like it. I, I, there might be people who are like, well, but I want to be the vampire lady, but I want to be nice. I don't know. But um, I think that's really an interesting way to do things. I'm, I'm hoping it turns out as, as cool as it sounds. Yeah, that does. That sounds really cool. My friends, he's he talked about how he always wanted to do kind of a role-playing board game night. Yeah. He's like, just you just have to commit, like go full nerd and just commit to a character and we'll play like, zombicide and you're the jock you know or like you're you know whatever it is like you're a soldier and you just stay in character you're a redneck and and so you'll talk like that the whole time and and we'll interact like we're we are the people in the game which i thought was a really fun idea so yeah when things open up we'll we'll probably do that maybe even try and make a video out of it and see if it's entertaining or if it's terrible (laughs) yeah yeah it could be either. I I I don't watch a lot of the um, the, the playthrough videos. Like I, I don't know why. I, I'm sure some of them are great too. But I I started. I was like I don't I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch this for two hours of people playing a game that I can't play. Yeah, <laughs> right. Fair. But like I think if if you can make it entertaining like that, I think I'd be a lot more inclined. You know, rather than just like ah, I'm gonna move my guy here, and there. <laughs> um. So, but I I would I would actually probably watch. Uh, Something like that. If you guys are trying to uh, trying to act out your character a bit, I think that could be hilarious. I would hope so. None of us are good actors or anything. I think so. I think that makes it better, <laughs> actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just be like, I reckon I'll go take out this here zombie. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna roll my die. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's that's the way to do it. I know. I tried to do, like. I was playing Arkham Horror, and, and you're supposed to draw these, um, I don't think they're called event cards, I'm forgetting, but like, uh, and you, you're supposed to read what somebody else drew to them so they can make a choice. Oh, yeah. There's, there's something where they went to like the, the newspaper editor, and I was trying to talk like an, like an old-fashioned <laughs> movie person, like, ah, very good boy, I see you got some information for me. And oh, it, nice. it, probably, it probably sounded actually terrible, but it was it was really fun to do, and, and um, I'm sure if it was on video, I, I'd probably be embarrassed five years later so that's (laughs) (laughs) totally but it's fun it's fun absolutely yeah yeah can't can't take yourself too seriously yeah exactly do you want to plug your social media 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, all, all of my reviews right now, my written reviews, are up at uh, boardgamesquad.com. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at allgamesnewn, old, like the letter N. Uh, I have an Instagram as well, which I've just started, so there's probably nothing going on there yet, but I'm hoping <laughs> to put a lot more on there. Uh, and that's the same same name, All Games New and Old. So, And then I will definitely post when I've started to put videos out, and I post every time I put a review out as well. So if you're um, curious if you can stand me or not, that's, that's the places to, to look. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Thank you for listening. You can follow me at NerdOutWithUs on Twitter. And if there's anybody that you would like to get to know better in the board game community, let me know. You can at me or DM me. If it's you, that's great. That's going to be even easier. Then I don't have to reach out to anyone. David's YouTube channel is now up. He's got one video on there so far at the time that I'm recording this. So go check it out. It's all games, new and old. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe or follow whatever the term is used in your podcasting app. I would very much appreciate that. Uh, also, if you want, to, if you're liking it, leave me a review. Or if there's things that you think could be done better, let me know. Reach out to me. You can DM me or at me again. Same type of thing. I, I'm always looking at improving. Starting this coming Wednesday, I'm going to be putting out bonus episodes of me and Phil, who was in episode two, his partner Mark, a friend from Twitter. Elena, and a friend from real life, Matt, are playing Bunkers and Badasses, which is a tabletop RPG based on a DLC in a video game, Borderlands. And it's a lot of fun. We laugh a lot. It's it's a good time. It's only my third time DMing something. Technically, it's called BMing in this. <laughs> Bunker Master. So I'm going to play a little teaser here teasing the first episode. So, you want to hear a story? Ooh, a trailer. Do we want to try diplomacy? It's a bit late for that. Well, now the shooting's started, I'll join in. He did. I might have got on the wrong bus. Got a net 20. Bada bing, bada boom. Do something badass. He's last word for damn years, got off the bus. Did you know how long you've been an assassin for? Now he's just floating two halves up there. Bin diver. They'll never be the same. Welcome to the floor. Oh boy, these guys don't have a chance. Bunkers and badasses on the Boy Goon Community Show.